Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host Morgan and here at Just Some Magic we share people's most magical moments and to kick off the first episode of the new year I thought we would do a goal-oriented story. So I have my friend Trent come on and share how he was able to conquer such an amazing feat over at Disneyland. So stay tuned for that story and if you are enjoying the show please go to Apple podcast and to submit a review it truly helps the podcast out greatly and it also helps people find us on apple Podcasts. so if you have a moment please submit a review and now on with the show Today we have Trent with us. Hi. Hello. How are you? Welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you on. Excited to be here. Um, so I didn't know I was going to be interviewing you, but I come to find out that you are just as big of a Disney fan as Lizzie, if not more. Yes. Because you've been. I don't know about more, but yeah. definitely big Disney. There's fan. There's good competition yes. there. Who's the bigger fan? Yes. And you've done a ton of run Disney races and everything like that, and you've almost been to all the parks. Yeah. So I've been to every park but Hong Kong. I've mm-hmm. had multiple trips to Hong Kong booked over the years and everyone has had civil unrest, global pandemic, <laughs> general, just not easy to travel to Hong Kong. Well, before we get into your story, cause you have a pretty good one about Disneyland yes. today. I'm going to ask you a couple questions to like, kind of get listeners can get to know you a little okay. more. So first question, we always ask everybody, why do you love Disney? Oh, I love being able to feel like a kid as an adult, Mm -hmm. right? Like so much of life, we're all busy with work, like responsibilities. It's a nice place just to like have, you know, no actual responsibilities, just a break from, Mm -hmm. you know, the reality of everyday life. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. And you grew up loving the movies as well. Yeah. Nice. Because you were like a 90s baby. like 100%. Yeah. yeah, We had the best movies during our time, for sure. We definitely did. We definitely loved some of the old classics. So... 101 Dalmatians. We watched that all the time. Mm-hmm. Live action ones came out. One of like the original Disney live action remakes. We loved that as kids. Yeah. Had a Dalmatian growing up. That was a good live action. 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. I haven't seen it in years and years. Definitely watch it. It's on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. It's so good. And Glenn Close. Phenomenal Cruella. Yeah. Love her. Um, okay. Not necessarily your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you're most similar to? Ooh, that's a good question. I would probably say Stitch. Stitch, As evidenced by all the Stitch stuff around the house. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a bit of an oddball. Like, don't like to be, like, put in a box. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would say Stitch. That's a good one. I love it. Lizzie, do you confirm? Okay. That's what she, I think. That's what she, she, like, puts on me. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) If you could go on any retired Disney ride or attraction, what would it be? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. I would love, oh, there's so many answers. I would love to go on like the original like journey through inner space at Disneyland. Like that would be really cool. Where was that at? Which that was part? in Tomorrowland. Oh, um, oh wait, describe that ride a little more. Cause I think I know what you're talking it's, about. It was like a Omni mover. I'm not very familiar with it, oh, okay. um, but like it was an Omni mover mm-hmm. in Tomorrowland that was like, people loved it. I would love to go on 
uh, Horizons, I think it was. I never went to that mm. Epcot. But probably most of all, I would say the original Figment. Because I do like the current awful. Like, I fully acknowledge it's a trash <laughs> ride. Like, you all can come for me in the comments, yeah. I'm sure. But it's it's a garbage ride, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have loved to see that ride, like, in its yeah. heyday before it got gutted. Exactly. Um, and they completely... Didn't you say, like, you told me that they reworked the track. Yeah, like, they cut, like, half the track off. Yeah. Okay. And then they just... I think it was all done very cheaply. Mm-hmm. If you look up the history of like when Kodak wanted to like cut all the maintenance funding yeah. for the ride. So so Kodak, you need to, do they exactly. even still exist? <laughs> I, I don't think know. they do. Yeah. But they're much, 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 much smaller. smaller. Yeah. That is hilarious. But yeah, they need to make that ride better. I'm glad they still have something of Figment. Like I'll, I'll take it. And then like Lizzie and I talked about on her episode that Figment is like festival icon for yeah. every, every festival. And originally like he was supposed to be the only Disney character in Epcot. Like they oh. originally didn't want to have any like IP, like original Disney characters in mm-hmm. Epcot. And then of course like kids had nothing to do in Epcot. So they got added slowly but surely. But Figment was like the like, kids character for Epcot for so long. I actually kind of like that. I feel like especially the people that are very anti um, IP for Epcot, Mm -hmm. they would almost love to hear like, at least we have just one and it's an an original character. Yeah. Yeah. I did do, Mm. uh, was it marathon weekend this year or last year? I don't remember when, but I did do a dream finder costume, which was so ridiculous to run. And it was like a full on like tuxedo had like a figment puppet and like, maybe 5% of the people had any idea who this person was. But then the people who did thought it was amazing, which was so much fun because you'd get like, oh my gosh, Dreamfinder. Because like it's currently the like terrifying moon face in the Figment ride. It's just like I'm sure has traumatized so many children, but it used to be an actual like character Mm -hmm. with an animatronic. Like it used to be like the part of the ride. Uh, so that was fun to do. I need to see that picture for sure. Um, what is your dream ride to get stuck on? I've time? been stuck on Space Mountain before, Ooh. but in the worst possible way. It was literally like at Disneyland where you have like before you go right, they just turned us left um, into like the backstage, like oh. the unload over there. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, so that was very disappointing. because I was like, Did oh, you have to I get hit. out of the car? Yeah. I think they do that if the weight Wait. are unevenly distributed. I'm pretty confident that's what it is based yeah. on some of the folks um, that were in the, ah. the ride vehicle with us. I was like, oh no, I was like a single rider. I was like, oh yeah, I don't think they like thought this one out very well. Yeah. Um, oh, that's hilarious. But did that one. That was cool. Um, I would love to do it on there. I would probably say though, I would love to get stuck on Journey to the Center of the Earth. Um, Ooh, in that, which is like, in Tokyo the, Disney Sea for those who don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. Dark ride has mm-hmm. some amazing animatronics. Like being able to walk through that area would be that would be really really especially cool. the big. We won't spoil it, but there's a very huge yes. animatronic that is very terrifying. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so fun. Absolutely. That's a good one. No one said that. Okay. What land do you find yourself spending the most time in? Ooh, in a specific park or just um, in general? We'll say like Magic Kingdom or Disneyland, mm. like those like main yeah. parks. As sad as it is these days, I am a sucker for the thrill ride. So I do love both Space Mountains a lot. So I do try and make it to Tomorrowland. I love the People Mover. Mm -hmm. I could just ride the People Mover all day long. Me too. I love People Um, Mover. So probably Tomorrowland. And I love Discoveryland in Paris too. So yeah, I'd probably say like Tomorrowland slash Discoveryland. And Discoveryland Um, is their equivalent of Tomorrowland, correct? It's kind of like steampunk. Exactly. I think we need to do that over here. I think we really do. Well, they tried to do it. Oh. There's an awful photo of them like painting Space Mountain like 
it looks like puke brown oh, no. at Disneyland. And they like undid that very quickly. They were like, no, this was a bad idea. Oh my um, god! Cause like, obviously like Tomorrowland's a nightmare. Cause you can never keep it updated. Of course. To like be tomorrow. It's like yesterland. Yesterland. Right? But yeah, it's wild. Awful photo. If you could work any role at a Disney park, what role would it be? Ooh, I would love to be one of the tour guides. That would oh. be fun. Which park specifically? If there say there was a tour um, in every single park, because I know there isn't, but oh, I've, actually, Animal Kingdom would be fun. I've never done one of the like the private Animal Kingdom tours, mm-hmm. but I would love to get like a behind the scenes look at the animals, yeah, um, and how they take care of them. That would be really fun. Okay, what two characters would you love to see interact with each other? Oh, across any IP, mm-hmm. mm. mix and match, different franchises. I think it'd be fun to see like someone from Guardians and someone from Star Wars, like like. Maybe oh. like Drax and like Han Solo. I think that would make for like excellent television. That would be a great be very Disney strange, Plus. Yeah, but th- yeah, th- that'd be a great Disney Plus like a spinoff yeah, show of some exactly. sort. <laughs> I like that answer. That's good. Okay, if you were an enchanted object in the Beast Castle, what enchanted household item would you be? Oh, probably some sort of coffee-related item. Really? Okay. Yeah, I have a bit of a caffeine addiction, mm. so definitely something coffee-related. Coffee, awesome. If you had to be roommates with a Disney villain, who would it be? Oh, I think Gaston would be quite fun to be a roommate with. Mm-hmm. Be very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Gaston. Or what is a snack that you wish was in a theme park? Oh, like that's currently not there. Yeah, it's currently not there. Mm. And does it, and it, if it can, would you want it to be Mickey shaped if possible? Well, can I just make a comment that I would want Disneyland churros in Disney World? That's what Lizzie said. Oh, well, Lizzie's yeah. never been to Disneyland, so she can't say that, but I guess I've rubbed off on her. True, true. You've changed But yeah, well. Disneyland's <laughs> churros in Disney World would be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Snack that's not currently there, though, at all. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but yeah, the, just some quality churros in Disney World quality would be lovely. Churros. All right. We'll have to let some people know. Um, if you could only go to a Disney park during one season of the year, what season would it be? Oh, Halloween. Halloween. Definitely Halloween, yeah. No hesitation. Yeah, I love it. Halloween. If you could have any Disney animal sidekick as a pet, which one would you choose? Oh, I don't. I Probably no one said this one yet. I would say Bolt. I want oh. Bolt. He's a cute little dog. Exactly. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah, I love that. Very underappreciated movie. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but (laughs) it's very underappreciated. It's cute. And Bold is really cute. I like the the dog, the cat, and the hamster Mm -hmm. dynamic. Um, The hamster's name is like Rhino or something. Yes, we did. uh, My friend and I did Bolt and Rhino for um mickey's halloween party in disneyland one year that was a lot of fun oh that is so fun okay again i need to see pictures of that that is is so fun Well, thank you so much for answering those questions. Yeah. That was really fun. Um, but now I'll let you take it away and share your magic and your story. So if you want to set up the story of where you were yeah, and what happened. Absolutely. So there's a, a couple guys who started it, oh, I think in like early 2010s, who wanted to ride every ride at Disney World in one day. Ooh. Um, like in all four parks in too. all four parks exactly that is yeah. impossible and so yeah obviously like i think the first thing the disney fans will go to is like well there's no such thing as rides there's like attractions right so the way they've defined it yeah your eye roll is applicable <laughs> but someone will mention it if i don't is they took a list of the official like disney world um attractions and they said anything that moves counts as a ride right okay. so like shows don't count as a ride but something like carousel of progress yeah. counts as a ride because it moves 
That's right? fair. Okay. So that's where they drew the line there. Um, so that so, narrows it down just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so you can look it up. But they called it at the time the Parkology, like Walt Disney World 46 Challenge or something to that effect. Oh. And they tried it one year. We're like one ride short because of lightning had like closed down some rides, did it again the following year and were mm-hmm. successful. Great, like amazing video. Um, I at the time was a Disneyland local, so I would go to Disney World, but I never wanted to like commit the time yeah. to do it at Disney World. Um, and a couple folks had started doing it at Disneyland as well. Mm-hmm. And so at the time, I think there were 54 rides at Disneyland. And so the goal was to do all 54 rides in both parks, so California Adventure, Adventure, Disneyland, in one day. And for those who don't know, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure is a lot closer than Disney World parks that are a good drive away from each other. Disneyland, it's like less than a football field away, walking distance. Yeah, exactly. So logistically, doing it at Disneyland, even though there's more rides, mm-hmm. is way easier, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Now, the difference is also, like, Disneyland usually has much longer park operating hours as well. Yeah, they do. I noticed that recently. Um, So it's like usually on a summer day, like 7 a.m. open for extra magic hour and then midnight close for like Disneyland Park and like DCA will close at 10 Mm -hmm. o'clock. So like the first step is you want to find a day that has long park operating hours, right? Even though the crowds might be bigger, if you're doing like a day of like 10 a.m. to well, like nowadays, like 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., yeah. it's going to be really hard to get all that done. Oh, absolutely. Right? So the other thing is I did it, I think I might have been the first person, I don't know, but I did it without extra magic hours as well, just because I didn't have, I didn't want to spend $400 for a Disneyland hotel, because <gasps> mm-hmm. um, they're very expensive. For oh. those that don't know, it's not like Disney World, where there's a lot of value resorts as well yeah. that get you extra magic hours. Um, so I found a day, um, it was in the peak of summer, it was like 90 degrees it was really awful weather um drove down from my apartment in los angeles at like 6 a.m was like one of the first like five people at the gates of disneyland waiting for it to open Mm -hmm. um and then one of the other things is it's very logistically challenging right because you have to get every ride done and certain rides have different operating hours right Mm -hmm. so obviously your big rides your space mountain peter pan all the big rides operate all day long but there's a lot of rides at disneyland that operate for like three or four hours a day. Yeah, like the and Main Street Vehicles, for example. Uh, that counts oh, those as a count. Oh, exactly. Also, Fantasyland, when there's fireworks, the, all that whole little area closes down to that goes over, and then people are usually waiting for those, and it becomes a long wait. Okay, dang. Okay, so there's a lot of strategy behind exactly. all of this. Okay, did you have like a game plan, or were you just like, let's go in, guns a-blazing? And- so I had a rough game plan mapped out. Like I had um, a spreadsheet, Um, I do not condone using spreadsheets to plan vacations. I think that's like a miserable experience for everyone involved. If you go in with that much of a plan. Um, But for this, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I had a spreadsheet of all of the um, rides that I had to do. So all 54 of them. And then the um, operating hours for all of them. So I had, yeah, that spreadsheet mapped out of every detail on the rides, right? So what are the operating hours, single rider, fast pass, um, one thing that did make it a lot easier is this was in the days of MaxPass. So oh. for those that don't know, we don't have FastPass Plus at Disneyland. We have like digital FastPass as an entitlement that you can like purchase yeah. um, on your park ticket. Um, and so that did make it so a lot you, easier to have it digitally yeah, um, be so able to grab FastPasses. Yeah. Oh, wait. So you had it, the the MaxPass back then? 
Yes. Oh, perfect. Yes, it okay, was so there. That was, this is fairly recently that yeah, this, this happened. this is last summer. Okay. So summer of 2019, I think. Yeah, and 2019 actually was a pretty good summer because a lot of different types of annual passes were blocked out. Yes. Because, um, cast members weren't allowed to go in for a certain amount of time, all due to Galaxy's oh. Edge opening up. Actually, no, sorry, it's 2018. 2018, we'll sorry. scratch everything I yeah. just said. <laughs> sorry, yes, I guess, pre-Galaxy's Edge, yes. Oh, pre-Galaxy's um, Edge. So yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. Basically, the game plan for me was like hit up Peter Pan first thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like amongst a sea of toddlers who were sprinting <laughs> or quickly walking <laughs> to Peter Pan. Um, hit up really anything that didn't have Fast Pass, right? So mm-hmm. you'd think you'd want to hit up the big rides, but at Disneyland, most of our rides don't have Fast Pass. Mm-hmm. So let's get a lot of the things that are going to become 30, 40, 50, 60 minute waits early yeah. before they do um, and just try and tick those off one by one by one. Yeah. I think, go go ahead. I think too, Disneyland in the morning, if you can knock out Peter Pan first and then do like Snow White's, Pinocchio's, Mr. Toad's and Alice, Mm -hmm. all you can do that in the first hour. Yes. uh, At Disneyland. And then the waits get 20, 30, sometimes 40 minutes long. So I definitely, I think even if you're not trying to get every ride, definitely a good tip is to knock those out in the first thing in the morning. hundred percent. Yeah. No, they're, they will get long-ish waits. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing this, like the difference between like having an, a five-minute wait and a 15-minute wait for the average park guest isn't a big deal. Yeah. But if you do a 15-minute wait for all the rides, you're not going to get through them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you had how many rides to do? 50, 54. 54. Yeah. yeah. And it was fun because there had been things that I had either not done, you know, in 15 years at Disneyland. Uh-huh. Um you know, and certain things I just never done, right? Like it was my first time on the canoes because oh. uh, those move. So they count as a ride. <laughs> you have to fun. ride the rafts to Tom Sawyer's Island. Oh. Um, so These yeah. are things they're not even thinking about. Like I just think of that as like transportation, essentially, not exactly. necessarily like a ride in yep. quotations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you had to do all of that. Yes. I, so I think all in all, it was probably, I think six or seven park hops throughout the day. So it was oh. basically just like, Whatever was currently a low weight that was going to be easy to do, get done, you know, walk, power walk back and forth between mm-hmm. Disneyland and DCA. I can only imagine the step count that you had by the end of the day. Yeah. I want to say it was about like 16, 17 miles or so. Like it miles. Was, yeah. Oh it was very intense. I had brought basically like cliff bars. Um, <laughs> no stopping and eating. We got things to do, yeah, rides to go on. The only thing I stopped and got was a mobile order pickup of skewers at mm. Beagle Grill. And that you can eat while walking if you need to. Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. Other than that, it was basically just like water, cliff bars, yes. and various snacks I had brought along the way. You were on a mission. Yes. I love it. Okay, continue. The continue. only thing that like, did, everything honestly went very, very smoothly. There was a couple hiccups along the way. One, um, one of the challenges is if a ride goes down for like downtime, mm-hmm. um, that's not planned, it doesn't count as complete. If the ride, like you, you want to find a day that nothing's down for refurb, oh. right? So that was part of the selection process is nothing. You don't want anything to be down for refurbishment. Oh my gosh. And then like, you know, you said you did it in summer, but if you were to do this like January, February, March, that's Splash is going to be down. Yeah, exactly. That's refurb season for yep. sure. Oh my Definitely. gosh. Okay. That's so, there's so many moving parts to this thing. Okay. I'm so fascinated. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. This is so fun. Um, and so then the big challenge though was at 11 AM or so I start checking my Disneyland app mm-hmm. and the monorail's down. It's just temporary closed. No. And the thing is, I could have hopped on the monorail at any time, but oh, you don't I- think the, like, the monorail never has a wait. Mm-hmm. And for those like not aware, 
in Disneyland, the monorail counts as a ride mm-hmm. because it's like a Disneyland ride. It's not really a transportation method. Yeah. Um, you can technically take it to... Um, the end of downtown uh, Disney. Downtown Disney and to- back, but it's really just a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't count at Disney World because it's outside of the parks. Which definitely makes sense. Right. Because yeah, um, ours drops you off in tomor- between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland, and you kind of get to see a nice little view of the Matterhorn and Small World and um, the submarine voyage yes. and stuff. Yeah, so... Definitely, definitely. and and the streets of Anaheim as well with oh, the homeless. Yes, we love that. That's that's what we're there for. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was definitely like the big stress of the days. Like, is the monorail going to reopen? Oh so God. I'm like on Twitter with like the Disneyland Today Twitter account, being like, "Hey, like trying to do this thing. Like, any chance the monorail is going to reopen today?" Uh-huh. Long story short, I did not realize this at the time. I never knew there's no air conditioning on the monorail Mm -hmm. and so it was just too hot to run the monorail so i ended up finding out they're like hey like monorail will most likely reopen today around 10 o'clock because depending on which fireworks show it is it also doesn't run during the disneyland fireworks shows or at least some of them another element you have to take into consideration exactly so Ended up getting on the monorail at like 11 o'clock at night, breathed like a heavy sigh of relief. I think it was the second to last or last thing that I did um, that day was get on the monorail. And then I was just so, so exhausted by the end of it. Yeah. You're probably just like laying across the benches just, "Ah." Yes. Yeah. I had like quite the drive home. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm a bit of a zombie. Like we'll be fine though. Mm -hmm. 30 minutes back to my apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, The other things I think people don't realize with that challenge is like, Disneyland has two different boats that are each listed as their own attraction. So there's the Mark Twain River boat. Yes. And the um, pirate ship. Pirate ship. I don't remember what it's called the, off yeah, the top the, of my head. The one they use in Phantasmic. Oh my goodness. This is going to bother me. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Yeah. But those are each, you have to do each of them. Mm-hmm. They each have limited schedules. And they also take 25 minutes or so to go around the rivers of America each time. So that's 25 like 25 minutes. It's like oh. 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Probably so with like unloading hour. and loading uh-huh. time. That takes a bit. Cause I that's an s- hour of your day is just riding the boats around, you oh know, the river. That's when you grab your skewer and then just sit on the boat and eat it. It's <laughs> impressive. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was really, really fun though. I'm definitely looking Wait, forward- so you got, you were able to do all of them. Yes. You were just like the monorail was finished with like 25 minutes to go. <sighs> oh my and then I think I did one ride. I think I did Space Mountain like as like a victory lap by the oh, end of it. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, I did complete it. It was a ton of fun. Definitely looking forward to doing it again. Mm-hmm. I think nowadays there's certain things that are going to be easier and certain things that are going to be harder. Mm-hmm. Like Rise of the Resistance adds a big challenge to it. Oh my gosh, a whole um, other In terms of plan. getting a boarding group, but also it's just a very long experience too. Oh, Even yeah. with a boarding group, it's like 45 minutes. Oh yeah. And um, then during 2018, you said, was Bugs Land still open? Yes. Because those have short waits, but what's going to replace it is Avengers Campus, yep. which we know is going to have a long waits for totally. all, the, all the rides that are going to be there eventually. So that's yeah. going to be a whole nother element. Well, and Bugs Land has short waits, but there was also, was there four rides in Bugsland or mm-hmm. five? It was four, right? Four. There was the um, ladybugs, the yes. like bumper cars. Like choo-choo train Love the choo-choo rain. No one, no one appreciates the choo-choo train for what it was. I know. I love it. And then um, Flix Flying. Flix Flyers. Flix yes. Flyers. I guess it was just that. Yeah. Oh, and then the bumper cars under that tent looking yes. thing. Yeah, that's so four, four though, right? Four, yeah, yeah, four. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, in a bathroom. <laughs> yes, and, and the bathrooms. Yes. Which were greatly themed. Yeah. They were wonderful. Yeah. yeah, so it was definitely a ton of fun. Like, if anyone's looking for info on it, I think... I'm not like super involved with the community of folks that does it anymore, but Parkology Challenge, they've got a website for it. And then there's a very similar challenge called the Every Ride Challenge as well, where they have like some extra like versions of it that people will do, where they'll do like like fastest time to complete just Animal Kingdom. Oh. Um, and so if you're looking for like a smaller, more bite-sized challenge, I know folks do that nowadays as yeah. well. Um, but at the time, it was really just the like parkology folks that were doing it and tracking it, which is a lot of fun. That is so impressive because like everybody wants to do every ride, yes. but it's never truly ma- like you literally have to come with a spreadsheet and a strategy and cliff bars, like you said. Yes. Like that is so impressive. Like yeah, and it really, I mean, the way the really big benefit I had was because it was so hot. Like one thing about Disneyland is not like Disney World, it's all locals, and so if the weather's ever not perfect no one shows up to the parks so because it was so hot even Mm -hmm. though it was the peak of summer on a saturday the waits were never too long like it was a normal like busy summer day but it wasn't like you use the weather to your advantage yeah it definitely wasn't peak season by Mm -hmm. any means at all that is so cool would you ever do it again yeah i would definitely do it again i would love to do disney world um disney world's like much more logistically challenging because they also have a lot of early closing rides at Disney World. Oh, yes. So like Rafiki's Planet Watch, the train closes, I think it, well, it used to be 4 p.m. Oh, my. Um, so you have to get on, like get to Animal yeah. Kingdom by 4 o'clock. Like it used to be Ellen would close at 5 o'clock mm-hmm. and Ellen was like 45 minutes long. Oh, my goodness. Um, so it's a great place for a nap, but yeah. also like it killed a lot of people's attempts at completing Disney World. Yeah. And then you got to think of like transferring from park to park. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can park at Magic Kingdom, but you're getting another 20 minutes to walk from mm-hmm. the parking lot to get on the tram, to get on the monorail or boat, whatever you choose, and then to walk a little bit more to get into the park. Like it's a, that alone is 30 minutes on a good day. Definitely. Yeah, I know we were all very, very disappointed. There used to be the express bus service at Disney World where you could take a bus from backstage and all four parks to backstage and clear it, like bypass security. It was the best thing Disney World did. No one ever used it because I think it was like really just for like these people that wanted to be extremely efficient in their park hopping. Which is us Um, Ravenclaws. Yeah, exactly. want to get there and get done. So when they discontinued that, everyone was very disappointed that the express bus service was no more because it definitely makes the park hopping for this sort of challenge much more difficult. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But at least there is the Skyliner now, at least from getting from Epcot to Hollywood Studios or vice versa. Definitely. That's so cool. Um, Any um, just tips for someone who wants to try this? I know you mentioned a couple of things earlier, but definitely I would say for Disneyland, at least don't really worry, like prioritize anything that doesn't have fast pass and is a slow loader early in the day. Mm. Like I made the mistake of being like, Oh, radiator Springs racers is a like five minute wait for single rider. I'll just hop on it now. Oh. And then miss things like the Mickey's Sky Wheel of Death or um, Ferris Wheel of Death. <laughs> Mickey's Fun Wheel. Oh, horrible. <laughs> no one should ever go on that. It's My poor very... father is traumatized from 2001. Hasn't been to a Disney park since, I don't think. Why? From Mickey's Fun Wheel? Oh, the violent shaking back and forth. It I've never seen him look so green. Very scary. A sidebar, I have a story about Mickey's Death Wheel. Um, it was a friend's birthday and there was eight of us. And we, got, they, we were thinking like, they're going to split us up four and four. 
all went on one. They're like, oh, you can all go on one. We're like, okay. So we're a little squished. We're all grown adults. We get towards the top. It was already kind of a gloomy, cold day in December. We get towards the top and it starts raining. And so these things are, yes, they're covered, but like there's all the little grates and stuff that the water kids, so we were getting wet, we were cold, and like we were just stuck towards the top. Like it was still moving, but we're like, we're ready to get Yeah, they off. take forever to load it. And then <laughs> once they do load it, they send you around again. Yeah, it's sweet. And then it takes forever to unload. So it's like a 30-minute experience yeah, on there. Exactly. And were you in one of the, the moving ones? Yes, we were in yes. the moving ones, and we're like... Which are a ton of fun mm-hmm. for some people. But like a car full of eight, that was... Yeah. And raining. It was just like, okay, well, this is how I die. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yes. Okay. Those are good tips. Okay. So, so pr- prioritize. Prioritize anything without a fast pass. Mm-hmm. Definitely take advantage of both like single rider, mm-hmm. but also Disneyland has, it's not super well known. I don't think it's in the app or on the website. They also have like buddy passes for certain rides. Yes. I do those all the time. So like for monsters mm-hmm. where there's three cars, like they'll often be a family of four mm-hmm. and you can just get the like third row there. Yeah. I know they were testing it with Toy Story Mania. Like, I'm sure in the era of COVID, they're not doing any of this yeah. right now. Um, they had well, it on and right off. right now, but yeah. Yeah, they had it on and off, but they called it, instead of um, a, uh, what was it, a buddy, buddy pass, pass, they called it moving buddies. Mm. Like, from the movie, when yeah. they're moving, it was so cute. I was like, I love the theming. I appreciate this so much. Yeah, definitely do that. I would say try and get a hotel. Like, it's so much easier if you have an hour of extra magic hours mm. in, like, fantasy land. Like, in an hour of extra magic hour at Disneyland, if it's on the Disneyland side, you can literally do every single attraction in Fantasyland and every single attraction in Tomorrowland mm-hmm. by 8 a.m. Like it's yeah. very easy. The crowds are never intense yeah. at extra magic hours at Disneyland like they are in World. And even with um, extra magic hours, all the hotel guests, they're not going to want to get up. No, it's always at 7 a.m. Yeah. like in the summer. It's too early. Yeah. They might get there at like 7 45 rolling in like rubbing their eyes awake but yeah that take advantage of that okay that's so good awesome and you did this by yourself right did it by yourself which i will say does make it like easier doing it by yourself like Mm -hmm. in land just because you can go 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 like Mm -hmm. you don't have to like stop and like you don't have to like time like restroom breaks and even like all that like really small detail stuff that sounds dumb but when you add it up it does Mm -hmm. add up to a lot of time because you have to do 56 rides Uh like yeah um, and then definitely being single, doing it in world would be easier because FastPass Plus is so much easier to grab additional fast passes. If it's just one. If you're a party of one versus a party of two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the only other thing is they definitely are very, you know, it's very much on the honor system. But even if you have like cast member friends, you're not allowed to like use them at all to your advantage, oh. right? So like someone loads up readmits on your AP, like no, don't use those, mm-hmm. right? You can uh, obviously, like, if a ride goes down, you can use that fast pass later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very much on the honor system about that, which is which is good, uh-huh. right? That like it's not like an unfair playing field for different folks. I absolutely love this. I didn't know that people did all of this, and yeah. there was a whole park or like a blog about it and a web website. Was yeah, it? yeah, definitely. There's I'm- a fairly large like Facebook group for folks that are trying to do it as well. I'm sure it's like defunct. For the time being right now, yeah. but um, it will definitely be fun once people pick it back up. I remember they were very disappointed when the Tron construction took out the train for like yeah. 18 months. Oh, because then they can't do it. Yeah. So no one can really complete it like oh. in its truest form right mm-hmm. now. Like You can do it, but you're missing like certain rides that are yeah. under refurbishment, which is always disappointing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that is so amazing. I feel like I've learned so much from this. Now I want to go try this when the parks are all open and stuff. Absolutely. Oh I would love to try it in some of the international parks. Like Ooh. it would definitely be hard in like 
Like Paris would be fairly easy because there's not a ton of attractions mm-hmm. there. A lot of it is walkthrough from what I've heard. I haven't been yeah. there myself. But. Um, Tokyo would be really fun, but you just can't buy park hoppers very easily in Tokyo. Yeah, they um, have, um, for those who don't know, Tokyo, You have if you have a three-day ticket, you do one day at one park and you choose beforehand, and one day at the other, and then the last day you can do both. Exactly. So. Exactly. And it would be hard because the way the parks are laid out, it's very similar to Disneyland that they're very close together, mm-hmm. but the entrances are actually on the opposite side as opposed to meeting in the center. Yeah. It's a, it's a little so bit of a distance. Make it, make yeah. it a lot more challenging. Take the Mickey monorail. Yes. <laughs> it's so cute. Awesome. Well, anything else? No, that's I think all? that's it. Definitely give it a shot if you want to. It's a ton of fun. It's like a really weird niche like thing that most people are not going to understand. But if you ever meet the person who does, it's a ton of fun. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Trent, for sharing that story. That was absolutely incredible. Like I said, I want to try this now and I feel like everybody else listening would want to try this too. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. some listener stories that you the fan sent in if you would like to submit your story to be read on the just some magic podcast please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic tab this story comes from hillary b my favorite magical moment happened in disneyland on july 6 2010 on the mark twain riverboat with my husband and two nephews It had taken a lot of persuading and, okay, just a plain nagging to convince Tom to go on this trip with me. Although, like me, he grew up in Los Angeles, close to Disneyland, he lost interest with time, as many of us do, except for some of us nerds. Well, nagging worked and he reluctantly agreed to go for the sake of my nephews and me. Such a sacrifice. So we drove down from Monterey and got our beautiful room at the Grand Californian. Mind you, he was grumbling about the cost and how crowded it would be and other places we could be, yada yada, that is, until we got on the riverboat. It was a beautiful SoCal day and the the park was glittering and as we went along, the music played and variant sceneries rolled by. His cynicism melted away and he started to actually have fun. He morphed from grumpy to happy before my eyes and like that he realized this is what it's all about. The boy who loved Disneyland decades earlier will always live in Disneyland, and Disneyland will always live in him. We had a wonderful time that week, and in fact, my husband was the most reluctant to leave. Today's story is sent in by Mariella. My name is Mariella, and I live in Chile. My first trip to Walt Disney World was back in 1966 when I was 16 years old. My mom is a huge fan of Disney and we've always had our mother-daughter trips to Orlando. But in 2015, it was very special because it was my nephew's first trip to Disney. They were four and two years old at the time and they recognized the castle from the movies. But when we said, we're going to go see Mickey, they said, yes, yes, Mickey, maybe thinking we're going to see some movie. When the family in front of us moved to say hi to Mickey, they realized that Mickey was real. The oldest nephew started to shake and the youngest didn't know if he was going to cry or laugh. Too many emotions for him in a few seconds. At the time, Mickey talked to guests, so I was ready to translate. But the lovely cast member asked where we came from and we said chili. She said, oh, so you speak Spanish? And I said, yes, more worried about my nephew's first character experience. 
When it was our turn, Mickey looked at us and said, Hola, amigos, and started talking to my nephew and us in Spanish and took us totally by surprise. I immediately started to cry, my mom and sister-in-law as well. Besides seeing Mickey through the kids' eyes, it was so magical. Lucky me, I now have three nephews. My sister didn't know she was pregnant at the time, and we're planning another magical trip. listener story. We always come on spring break to celebrate my son's birthday. This was when he was almost three, so about three-ish years ago. One of our first nights, we went to Magic Kingdom and went on the Flying Dumbo, one of his favorite rides, and we rode it a bunch of times during the day, but he wanted to ride it at night and see the fireworks. It was his first time hearing and seeing the fireworks. The first firework went off right as we were about to get on the ride, and he totally freaked out. Just a mess. Then swoops in Nicole. A college program student from New York, she brings him into the tent and asks him if he wanted to help direct traffic or play in the tent. He chose to help her direct people where to go. She taught him the two-finger point and she held his hand. He even let her pick him up to give him hugs. She was super nice, gentle, and calm. Our son loved her. During the week we were visiting Disney, he would always want to go back to Dumbo and see if he could find Nicole. Our last night in the park, we ended it with Dumbo, and she let our son play in the tent as long as he wanted. We will never forget her kindness, as she genuinely cared about helping him. This is why we never stop coming back to Disney. Cast members always go above and beyond more than we realize, and that moment proves it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Just Some Magic. Please subscribe and don't miss a single episode. We have new episodes every Monday and Thursday. And our very next episode will be all about a magical moment that happened during Marathon Weekend over at Disney World. Our next guest will share with us how she ran a Run Disney race and gives tons of tips and tricks as well as sharing her most magical moment there. So stay tuned for that. And again, if you would like to submit your most magical moment, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. Can't wait to hear your magical moment. Bye.